Aaron Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios. This is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. On his Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show, Mike Peasley joining us now. Mike is, uh, I think, in a, doing some carpool right now. Mike, don't hold anybody up. Those things can get pretty aggressive, but hopefully you've got a good spot. You're secure. Uh, welcome back to the uh, Mosley Show. What a what an unbelievable time it is. You're, you're, you're kind of tried to turn the page and start your Mavs coverage, but I know you did so much Rangers coverage that it's you can't say goodbye to that. And so I do not know how you're doing it on these nights when you got to be on the air doing Mavs pre and post during the World Series. How's that working out for you? Well, let me tell you, first of all, thanks for having me on again, Matt. Good to hear your voice. Um Game one of the World Series, when uh, Seager hit the game-tying home run, I was in segment two uh, of my Mavs post-game show. And because I, I, I had it on the monitor, I was looking down at some of my notes. I was talking. I kind of glanced up, and I saw Seager swing, and I saw him put his head down momentarily. And I'm thinking, man, he must have just missed it. Then I looked up two seconds later, and then I see the ball flying into the stands. Like, oh, I guess he didn't miss it. Uh, so, yeah, it, it's been challenging doing uh, both the Mavericks and uh, following the Rangers as well, but um, all's good. I mean, Rangers keep winning. Mavs keep winning. It's, it's a good time in the old Metroplex. What a moment that was for Seager. Does it again last night. And um, that that's one of, the, it's one of the prettiest swings in baseball, but it's also a violent swing. I mean, it, it, what it does to a baseball, it's, it's, it's just kind of amazing to see how quickly it'll jump out of the ballpark. And it was kind of like, you know, everything turned in that bottom of the second inning, top of the third. They didn't get it. You know, they, they the guy blows through the stop sign and gets nailed at, thir- at home by Adolis. And then it just is almost kind of like, well, Rangers are about to do something. And they did. And you always want to add to your run total. But on this night... Three runs ended up being enough, and it, didn't it feel like that? That was like a dark cloud that hung over the D-backs the rest of that game. Like what happened yeah, yeah. in the bottom of the second inning? Yeah, you're absolutely right. Uh, you know, Christian Walker, uh, he's been around long enough. He knows that you know he can't go on that situation because if he stays, uh, they've got you know a big inning brewing where they're at least probably going to get at least one run with first and third and nobody out. But, uh, you know, it's still, it took a perfect throw and a perfect tag to get him. It wasn't like he was thrown out by 10, 15 feet and the ball was waiting for him. That was a tremendous play by Garcia, who had to go to his right to get it. And then we just saw the cannon of an arm and, and a great job by Jonah Heim to go get the ball and get the swipe tag as well. Uh, but, yeah, you, you in, in, in World Series games, Matt, when you make base running mistakes – you usually don't end up on the winning side of games. You know, those things just always seem, especially in pressure-packed games like this where championships are on the line, you make base-running mistakes like that, it usually comes back to haunt you. And, and again, the Rangers made them pay. Great job by Marcus Simeon to get the two-out base hit. And then, of course, Corey Seager uh, just pounding uh, the first pitch that he likes to do uh, so often from Brandon Fott. So, yeah, that, that was a big momentum turner right there. And then, you know, John Gray to come in after that, 
uh, just to keep the momentum on the Rangers' side with those three brilliant innings that he pitched, you felt pretty good about the Rangers' chances heading into the late innings. All right, and Heaney going for the Rangers. Um, Mike Peasley on with us, by the way, the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. And, um, um, and, and you know, at some point, uh, you'll put, feel free to put your child on the air. Uh, we're, we're happy. We're a family show. Uh, Parker, my daughter has been on the show. She used to have a lot of NBA takes. Uh, in fact, her favorite player used to be James Harden. Uh, Harden traded last night. And, uh, just when you think it can't even get more bizarre, right? The Clippers of all people go after James Harden. So I'm sure that'll work out beautifully, right? With Paul George, Harden, Kawhi, players that are constantly load managing uh, I, what what in the world could go wrong let's just go ahead and give them the title right i'm sure the mayor in los angeles is already planning out the the parade route for, for the clippers <laughs> right as if as, as if the clippers couldn't be any more unlikable right now now they go mm-hmm. out there and get james harden too so i'm sure matt here in a year or two we'll be talking about james harden wanting out of la as well just like he did in oklahoma city and houston and brooklyn and philly um, I, I got no time for that guy. Yeah, even my daughter, who used to be, you know, love the beard when he was with the Rockets, uh, uh, she's uh, she has uh, moved on now. Uh, Heaney on the mound, bullpen game for the Rangers, um, and then uh, uh, Montiply over going for uh, the D-backs, and I think that's Big Joe. I mean, this is a. It's a bullpen game both ways, isn't it? I mean, I, I don't obviously the, this is a, enormous for both teams. It seems like the D-backs cannot go down three-one here. So again, it'll be all hands on deck, and I guess they'll be almost managing this thing like it's a game seven in some respects. Um, what do you, what do you see in this matchup? And and let's start with the Rangers after Heaney. Is it Dunning in your mind? And then we'll just see where it goes. From there, uh, I mean, Gray was fabulous last night, but obviously that takes away the option of him being the starter tonight uh, and probably him being able to pitch in this game, although I think he'd be the first one lining up to volunteer. How do you kind of see this thing? Could we get my Baylor man Bradford involved perhaps in this evening's uh, festivities? Yeah, absolutely, Matt. I think that's that's the trio that you're looking at right now to try to get you through uh, the first six innings of tonight's game. It's Heaney, it's Dunning, and it's and it's Cody Bradford. You know, those three guys can can those three guys get you 18 outs to get the ball back over to Spores there in the seventh inning, and then you just kind of mix and match. Uh, you know, the eighth and ninth again, maybe maybe with Chapman and, and Leclerc again. But yeah, I think Cody Bradford it, it will play a pivotal role in this one because I don't know how long. Heaney will go in this one here today. I don't know how long Dunning will go. And when Bradford has been put in these situations here in the postseason, he's performed extremely well. So I think Bruce Bochy has a lot of confidence in Cody Bradford that if, you know, he needs him to go, you know, two innings or what he, and, and that great outing he had against Baltimore when he went three plus, I don't think you need three plus out of him today, but I certainly think there's a great chance that you see Cody Bradford pitching game four tonight. He had the one where he gave up a home run, and it probably was Jordan, if I'm remembering correctly, in the Astros series, but who hasn't mm-hmm. given up something to him? Uh, but other, everything else has been uh, okay. Uh, the rest of that bullpen, 
I mean, LeClerc, Chapman's, Boers. I mean, Chapman's always uh, makes things interesting. But, um, I mean, the, the double play, uh, and, of course, that, I mean, that was amazing to watch last night. Uh, Seeger, we talked mostly about the plate. But even what he does in the field, it's just kind of cool to hear some of the, like, even A-Rod. We, none of us really love A-Rod. But when they say something like, that's my favorite. I think Jeter actually said that the other night. He said, Seager is my favorite player in Major League Baseball. And, I mean, that's Derek Jeter sitting there yeah. saying that. And I just think I just think there's immense respect across all of Major League Baseball for Seager. We knew he was great, but we're getting to see it like firsthand. And when it's on your team, I mean, it just it's a, it, it, it hits you a whole different way, doesn't it? It does. I mean, he's been worth every single penny of the three hundred plus million dollars uh, that the Rangers, uh, you know, signed him for. And you know that play that he made to start the double play. I mean, that ball had a huge exit velocity. If he doesn't make that play, uh, there's at least runners at first and third. And as hard as the, that ball was hit, that had a chance to be extra bases. And then you're looking at the tying run in scoring position. But for Seager to go down and make that play, Seager's a big guy, Matt. He's about six four. Six five, and for him to bend down and make that play, and then not only make the play but get the good shovel off to Marcus Simeon, who then was able to turn the double play. I mean, that is one of the better defensive plays, especially at the moment that the Rangers have probably had all season. When you're considering what was on the line on that particular play, everyone will look at the Seager home run. But man, for me, Matt, that that turn and and that stab. That was the play of the game. I mean, that 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 was it right there. I mean, that was just an unbelievable play by by the two guys that the Rangers gave five hundred million dollars to. All right, and Mike Peasley joining us does Rangers does Mavs uh, pre and post, and uh, has been known to do some play by play as well. Garcia, uh, this just dropped in the last five minutes since we've been on. Not in the lineup uh, tonight. You know, you worried about that. Uh, with that, with that right side, or what, I'm trying to think which side it was. Now that, it, that I'm thinking left, about it, left, side, left, side, left side, yeah, left side. Uh, and he was out there working out earlier, but he's not going to be able to play tonight. And so they'll go with Simeon Seager, Garver in the three hole. Carter will stay at cleanup. Josh Young moves up to fifth, low sixth. Uh, Heim 7th, Leody 8th, and then Jankowski will be filling in for Adolis, Adolis in right field. Now, I mean, it's it's awful news because you need Adolis in there. Now, the hope is he misses one day. Maybe he can come back from this. We'll see what Bochy has to say about it. Uh, I would just say, Peasley, they've been overcoming a lot of adversity all season. Uh, you know, I don't think this is one of those things where you sort of give up hope, but it's certainly a major setback because Adolis is your emotional leader of this team. Yeah, I mean, Adolis Garcia, Matt, uh, this postseason has turned into Reggie Jackson, you know, with the, with the kind of, you know, power that he has shown in the RBI. So, yeah, that is obviously a, a major hit. So, yeah, I was curious to see, you know, which way – uh, Bruce Bochy would go, whether it would go, you know, Robbie Grossman or whether he would go a little more speed and defense with Travis Jankowski. I liked what he did there with, by going with Jankowski. 
because we know that Travis can go out there and get it. Uh, you've got now good speed at the bottom of your order as well. And if you can get those two guys on, Tavares and Jankowski, to turn that lineup card over to Simeon and Seeger, maybe one of those guys pops one, and you've got a, a multi-home run game uh, from, from from one of your big sluggers. But make no mistake about it, you take Adolis Garcia out of a lineup, uh, it's a major hole, uh, but the Rangers still have guys that can still knock the ball out of the ballpark, including Mitch Garber. We've seen that before, and you know he's going to get an opportunity within that uh, you know that number three hole tonight so um you you do with what 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 you got you know the rangers they lost as you said they've lost so many guys they lost Corey seager early in the season they lost you know jacob Degrom. uh they've been through everything but now you just need to find a way to win two ball games just win, just win two ball games and the, the celebration will be on so this one is pivotal tonight you mentioned at the top matt and i think this one is a lot more important for arizona uh, if they don't win this game tonight, they're down three games to one, and they're staring down Nathan Ovaldi, uh and Jordan Montgomery and then probably John Gray in game seven, forced to win all three. So uh, if the Rangers don't win this game tonight, they're still okay because they've got their top two guys going. But, man, uh, if they can find a way, any way to win this baseball game here tonight, they are sitting really, really good heading into game five tomorrow. Yeah, but if they if they lose – and they don't get Garcia back for Game Five, then then that's when, ugh, that that's again. I hate to think of these bad scenarios, but we've seen Garcia play through a lot, and you know he wants to and try to give it a go. But that was just a bad feeling when that when he had that reaction when he hit when he flied out there. Uh, he, he popped out, and that was just a bad reaction to that. And then, of course, uh, Scherzer's situation. Um, Mike, I don't know. Scherzer said it could be spasms, might not be that big of a deal. But, man, to, for him to come out of the game and then look as, you know, that, 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 that was concerning. Like, it's hard to yeah. imagine him being back out there and being available for a Game 7. I'm with you. Gray looks so awesome. But, again, you might need Gray before you get to a Game 7, right? I mean, he was so ex- mm-hmm. extremely effective that if Scherzer could somehow come back, what do you think of of, uh, of Max after seeing that? I mean, you never put anything past him. He'll do everything he can, but it did not look good, did it? No, it didn't. Uh, neither injury looked great last night uh, there for the Rangers. But when it comes, you know, John Gray, Bruce Bochy is going to have a decision to make. You know, if, if I, I can't imagine John Gray is going to pitch tonight. But if the Rangers win this game tonight and you're up three games to one and Nathan Avaldi goes, you know, five innings tomorrow and you've got a lead, I wonder if he wouldn't be tempted to use John Gray to try to give him a couple of innings Mm-hmm. to try to get that thing over to the eighth inning to Spores and Chapman and just go for the hammer right there instead of waiting to use John Gray for game seven. Now, certainly game six, uh, depending on how the series is, if the Rangers are up 3-2 or down 3-2, uh, it could be a little different. If they're up 3-2, I don't think you would use John Gray. I think you would want to save him for a potential game seven. But I could, tomorrow night, you know, I'll, be, I'll be very curious to see if John Gray doesn't come out of that bullpen just to try to put the hammer down and maybe potentially close up this series. All right, and, and real quick, Mavs, um, you know, 3-0 and for the first time in a long time. I think you got to go all the way back to like 04, 05. Um, anything, 
what's standing out to you? They get it done without Kyrie last night. I mean, most of us, of course, are so into these Rangers that we're not totally on board, although uh, Luka's been unbelievable, the numbers would suggest. Um, Anything going on with this team that has surprised you? Is there anybody? I mean, I saw somebody. Did Derek... Who's Derek Williams? Somebody had like 20 points last night that kind of surprised me when I looked at the box score. What's been the biggest surprise outside? I mean, no, nothing surprises us with Luca, right? But outside of that, what would you say has uh, has been the best sign for the Rangers so far? Well, Derek Jones was the guy last night, and you know, Derek, goes, yeah. the third time in his third time in his career, Matt, that he's ever had a 20 point game. And, you know, he scored the first 10 points the Mavericks scored in the second quarter. <laughs> then he scored 10 more in the third quarter. It's like, where did this come from? Because you don't anticipate scoring uh, from Derrick Jones. He's not out there to put the ball in the basket. He's out there to defend, but uh, he was terrific. And, you know, what's, what's been fun early on, Matt, has been how quickly this team has come together. And that was one of the concerns I had uh, with this team, you know, by going overseas, a couple games in Abu Dhabi, a game in Real Madrid. You know, Kyrie Irving didn't play in a couple of those. Luka, uh, you know, he only played in five minutes in that game against Real Madrid. But this team has – Jason Kidd has got them – going early in this one and just their ability to win clutch games because that was a problem last year uh no team in the nba played more clutch games than the mavericks did a season ago they played 55 of them and you know the way that they've won these games by coming from behind playing well in the last two minutes and their three-point shooting has been really on target last night they made 15 threes in the first half they they knocked down 23 of them in the game uh you know just just really good outside shooting and, you know, the way that Luka is going right now, I mean, he's just playing at an unbelievable level for the, for this club. And, you know, when his worst game is a 33-point triple-double, uh, you know, he's off to a really, really good start. So it's really good. They got another winnable game tomorrow night against the Bulls. And, you know, then Friday they, they go to Denver, and that'll be really their first big test of the season to take on the Nuggets, uh, who are also undefeated. But I've been really encouraged with this team's offense. The defense is still a work in progress, and another good sign, Matt, as bad of a rebounding team this was last year. The Mavericks have out-rebounded two of their first three opponents so far this year. Yeah, and I'm I'm Derek Lively the second. I can't wait to see more of him. I know he was in foul trouble last night, but after that first game, where he turned all our heads. I think we're all wanting to see more. And congrats, by the way, on the Hawkeyes. I know all of y'all have been waiting yeah. for it. Uh, they have. They will eventually move on, it appears, after this season. If I'm that guy, if I'm poor Brian Ferentz, I'm not waiting around. I mean, just just leave the program. I mean, it's kind of embarrassing. What I mean, again, it's they probably should have done this a long time ago, but now it's been yeah. announced by their interim AD that he will be out after the season as the offensive coordinator in Iowa. I guess they decided he's not gonna he's not gonna meet those whatever those uh, incentives were that they came up with. Yeah, they can. They might in Iowa City. They may as well uh, remove the interim tag from a Beth gets the. Uh, the interim athletic director right now and just make her permanent because right now they should build a statue for her for finally pulling the plug. But I love it how they fire the guy. It's like, oh, he's going to stay throughout the season and the bowl game too. He's going to coach through the bowl game for Iowa too. So 
we got what five more games. I got to suffer through to watch that offense, but this is something that <laughs> needed to be done last year. I don't know why they didn't pull the plug last year, but finally they did. And you know, I didn't think Iowa could have a worse offensive coordinator than the old uh, Texas coach Greg Davis, but uh, Brian Ferentz topped that. <laughs> By the way, it could be worse. Y'all are six and two. The Bears are three and five. Uh, with two wins over UCF and Cincinnati, guess how many Big 12 games they've won? That would be a combined zero. All right, so even when you they suffer through those, won too because could... that wasn't a fair catch. Which one? What are you saying? I said they should be. Iowa should be seven and one because that wasn't a fair catch. <laughs> <laughs> a little salty about that one. <laughs> That's right. It sounds like it. All right, well, enjoy the game tonight, game four, and uh, really, really appreciate it, Mike. Always fun catching up with you. Great talking uh, basketball and baseball with you, man. Have a great day. You bet. Mike Peasley, who uh, did pre and post for the Rangers, and now he's had to turn his attention to the pre and post for the Dallas Mavericks radio network. All right, he's a man for all seasons. We used to work together at 103.3 FM ESPN. We had a good run there. Now, if you go to 103.3 in Dallas, Aaron, you will hear religious programming. You just hear a bunch of preaching. I don't even think they do music. I don't think they do music. But uh, they love a good religious broadcast, and that's what became of the ESPN, our beloved ESPN affiliate in Dallas-Fort Worth. And that is how I arrived in the greater Central Texas market, Um, if if anybody was ever wondering. Uh, Okay, Aaron, let's continue. Uh, Lots to get to. In fact, a jam-packed Campus Confidential today at 440. And then the first episode of our uh, our appearance from Nikki Collin, a Baylor women's basketball coach, will join us. We're going to do a deal this year, Aaron, where we kind of we do Nikki one week and Scott the next week. And we'll just kind of go back and forth between the men's and women's coaches for uh, Baylor, which I think will be kind of unique and it'll be fine. Uh, but you'll hear from Nikki at 5 o'clock straight up. All right, we'll come back. And react to this breaking news, Adolis Garcia not in the lineup for the Texas Rangers for Game 4 of the World Series. We'll discuss next. Go Cowboys! This is Dallas Cowboys.